Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I'm a little hot. There we go. Okay. I am here. Another show. A show has to be done. Like I said, every once in a while, I'm going to do a podcast when things need to be talked about. And there's a lot of things that need to be talked about. And not only are we going to talk about these things, that's great. What's really, really great is we're going to have somebody on that's going to be joining me. That is somebody everybody knows. Somebody that has been on this show many, 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 many times. They're, they're on the phone. I'm going to bring them on in two seconds. Can you guess who it is? <laughs> Let's see if people can guess who it is. Here, I'll give you a hint. Well, actually, I'm just going to bring her on. Actually, I'll give you a hint first. I'll give you a hint of who it is. I'll play a little clip. I'll give you a hint of who it is, and then I'll pick up because she's on hold. Fuck their rights means fuck my rights. Fuck your rights. <laughs> you know who that is. You know who that fuck is. Fuck their rights means fuck my rights. Fuck your rights. Where is she? Hang on. She's right here. Let's pick up the phone. Hello. Hello. Please, Hi. Hi, Jan. Hi. How are you? Me? I can hear you. How are you? Oh. Oh. Uh, are you there? You sound like you have a. You sound like you have a bad connection. I'm sorry. Can you hear me better now? Yes, I can. Beautiful. Okay. How are you, Jan? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Where'd she go? <laughs> All right. Again. Hang on. <laughs> How are you, Jan? Can you hear me better now? Yes, I can. I can hear you. Oh, all right. Well, then these headphones are freaking worthless. <laughs> How are you doing? It's good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. Hang on. It's been a very, very long time. I never had Jan on to not play this. It's been years since I played this. Pull yourself together. Learn the truth. Get your shit together. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? There's a lot of people listening that now. I'm sure they don't even know who you are because they haven't listened years ago. And they're probably like, who the hell is yeah. this girl? Um, Jan has <laughs> actually been vaping as long as I have, 10 plus years. Uh, Jan has worked with the likes of Casa and other advocacy groups and efforts. And she, she's been deep in the trenches and she understands what's going on with vaping and everything, and, and she's just a, a library of knowledge. She's probably one of the smartest people I know, because I don't consider myself that smart, and Jan is way, 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 way 10 times smarter than me. Um, that's why I used to love having her on. I love having her on now, because she gives a perspective that I respect, and uh, most of the time, she's pretty dead on. So I thought it was very important to have Jan on, and uh, it's good having you on, Jan. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to come on. I, I was nervous about asking you because it's been so long, and I'm like, she probably doesn't want to do this, and I'm glad. I'm Even if you don't want to do it, I'm glad you're doing it because I, I'm so happy. I, I, I get to pick your brain, and this is great, and there's so many okay. crazy things going on, but before we get into everything that's going on, uh, bef you know, before we get to the fucking bans and governors and execution emergency orders and just all this shit that's going on um here's what's going on in texas jan so you understand um this happened a while ago this isn't going on now this isn't going on today but this happened i would say many many years ago but this did happen this is an actual legislation hearing okay you ready for this in texas mm -hmm. uh they wanted to ban anal sex so 
this is a this is this is a real <laughs> listen this is a real hearing i did this is not made up this is from a real hearing so this is a, a woman actually uh questioning uh this guy that this legislator that wants to 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 ban anal sex so so listen to this i want to read this to you it's quite offensive to me to have to read it in public that's the way we make law we're fixing to tell you what it is. A person commits an offense if a person engages in a sexual act involving the sexual organ of one person with the anus of another. <laughs> and that is a Class C misdemeanor under this section of the law. Madam Speaker, for adoption. will the gentleman for, yield? For what purpose, Ms. Danberg, will you yield, Mr. Chisholm? I yield. The gentleman yields, Ms. Danberg. Mr. Chisholm, you're saying this is a significant change in the law and yet you have it as a Class C misdemeanor. What's the penalty range for a Class C misdemeanor? Uh, if you were in my county, it could be hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chisholm, probably, do you not probably know? Probably 500 bucks in this county, but that's all right. And they probably would hang you for doing this in my county if they caught you. <laughs> a Class C misdemeanor is the same level of of crime as a traffic ticket. Is that right? Um, I, I'm assuming that a traffic ticket, if you were doing something that they're going to fine you $500, they could probably do that. Uh, but it's not necessarily they have to fine you that much. That's a maximum. But I'd be willing to take an amendment to move that to Class A or a felony or even a 3G offense if you'd so that you to do that, if you want to do that. You're trying to criminalize behavior between people of the opposite sex. Is that correct? Uh, that's right. <laughs> Even if they're married. <laughs> More especially if they're married. <laughs> Even if they... <laughs> I can't believe anyone would do that if they're married. <laughs> Even, Even if it's consensual. Is that right? Under any circumstances. <laughs> Even if they slip, even if they slip, is that right, Mr. Chisholm? <laughs> well, I guess you could accidentally speed, uh, but a violation of the law is a violation of the law. Okay, Warren. As to not embarrass you, we'll I'm use trying. me as an example. Say my husband and I were having intercourse and he slipped. And it touched my anus. Do I need to go turn myself in to some health official? I would suggest you see a doctor about his aim. <laughs> I mean, this is not made up. This is really happening. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I know. I am well aware of, like, stupid laws. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you something. Texas is really insane because, you know, Texas has some, some weird laws. Like, like you yeah, have that. Marijuana, for example. If you get caught mm -hmm. with a marijuana vape cartridge in, a cartridge in Texas, that's a felony. That's a fucking felony. I, that's crazy. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know what's going on in Texas, but holy shit. Texas, speaking of Texas, Texas is where this this uh, fake news story that I'm going to talk about came out of as well. So, 
I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's what they were. They were trying to ban anal sex in Texas. That's what they were. I mean, it's funny for us to listen to. But at the end of the day, your tax dollars in Texas were going to pay for that <laughs> for this guy to try to fit. And I you mean, know, I, the thing, thing after all, a lot of legislation isn't even written by the people who bring it to the floor. Right. It's written by third parties. So God knows what third party came up with that one. Right. And and the and the interesting thing about that is that the guy that was presenting it, he was probably in his 60s, I'd say, mid-late 60s, um, maybe even 70s. He was an older guy. It was so mm-hmm. telling when she said, even between a husband and a wife, and he was like, oh, oh God, no, especially not with your wife. You know, there's <laughs> there's guys that were, you know, from the old back decades ago, you know, that, that came a long time ago. A long time ago, you know, go back to the 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, a lot of these guys, they had a wife and, you know, you made love to your wife. You respected your wife. You know, she she was, mm-hmm. she, you know, if you wanted to fuck, you had a mistress. I mean, so he, you could tell he kind of has that thinking like, fuck her in the ass. You don't do that to your wife. <laughs> you know, like, who would do that to their wife? Right. You know, it's 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 crazy. You kind of give an insight of, 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 his, of his thinking process through that. But, um yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Just like when I was, uh, when one of the years ago, we were at a hearing here in Connecticut, one of these uh, flavor ban hearings, like one of the 50 they try to have. And uh, there was a guy there that wanted uh, paper towel dispensers in all of the bathrooms. And he wanted legislation made. So every state facility had to have paper towels. And, and when they asked why, he said, now I'm OCD. So I totally got it. Right. Um, everybody else was laughing at it, but I'm like, this guy makes sense to me. He says, right. you know, you go in and those blow dryers, they don't do it. They actually make it worse. They'll blow germs on your hands. And he said, the right. biggest reason I want is so that I can grab a paper towel and open the door because, you know, I just wash my hands. Wash hands. Yeah. And the people that don't know, I got to touch the thing and open it up and now I got all over my hands. And uh, then the, one of the legislators like, why don't you just use your foot to open the door? He's like, because you can't, because you got to pull open the door. There's, there's, there's no way. And, uh, you know, everybody was laughing. They thought it was funny. And he was very serious about it. And I was laughing, too. But I'm like, I, I'm with him. <laughs> I totally get that. No, I, I'm, I'm not a germaphobe, but I've got to tell you, I've worked in people's mouths yep. uh, in, in dental assisting. Um, and now I work with animals. Yep. And man, you want nothing more than to be sure you get your hands clean. Right. And you don't want to use a blower to, to like dry your hands off after that because God knows what you're going to get. Oh, <laughs> <Hell Yeah>. no. <laughs> a- absolutely not. Um, for everybody listening, the call in number is 347 202 1162. I have the phone lines fixed. They are working. As you can see, I'm talking to Jan. Uh, if anybody, anybody wants to call in, they can call in. I know some people last week or the week before wanted to call in, but now the lines are up. So there's so much stuff I got to get to this. This is crazy. And Jan, just it's going to be great to get Jan's input on this because I know she, even though you're not really involved in the whole vaping scene anymore, you still see what's going on. I mean, it, it's absolutely nuts. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, you know, before we get to this, there was this meeting here last night in Connecticut. It was it was at a vape shop and it was like a bunch of store owners from Connecticut. Alex from Casal was there. Um, uh, Mike, Va- uh, Mike, uh, giant, uh, giant vapes. Mike was there. Hill giant. Uh, it was interesting. There was a bunch of people there. 
And it was interesting okay. to, to hear the various things that, that were being talked about. You know, somebody said something, and it really, a lot of things were said. But one of the things that was said really made me think, I th- you know, I think they're right. They said, if you're going to go talk mm-hmm. to like a legislator or a governor or a senator or a congressman or whatever, what have you, uh, you know, and, and debate your argument about, say, they're trying to ban flavors in your, in your state or your town. When you talk mm-hmm. to them, he says, don't tell them you're going to go back to smoking because that's what they want. They want you to go back to smoking. They're not going to tell you that. They're not going to say, hey, that's great. They're going to be like, oh, don't do that. But really, that's what they want. He says, what you right. tell them is if you're going to do this and you're just going to go on the street and buy them from a drug dealer. Because that's what they don't want. They do not want a black market. You know, he makes a point that's true. If you're saying, well, I'm just going to go buy them off the street them from some drug dealer. They, they don't want that. They don't want a black. That freaks them out, especially with all this shit that's going on now. So I, I thought that was a very good point. He's right. You know, don't, don't tell them you're going to go back to smoking. Say, I'm just going to buy them off the street then illegally and hope I don't get hurt because I'm not going back to cigarettes. And then, and then that might wake them up. That might. But the other thing you need to do is, is you're a shop owner, right? You no, I'm not anymore. No, no, but I'm saying this is, this is what... Oh, the shop owners. Yes. Buy. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Right. When when you go in to speak to your legislature, legislator, be sure to bring copies of all of the taxes you've paid in Yep. and all of the product that you can now no longer sell. And um, another fun thing to do, um, if your employees, if you happen to have any, haven't uh, been able to find another job, just figure out what it costs weekly for them to go on, you know, um, unemployment. Right. Because all of these things are costing the state. They're costing businesses. They're costing jobs. They don't really hear the costing lives thing, but legislators always hear numbers. Right. Right. That's true. Okay. That's a good point. That, out. that That is a very good point. Well, I mean, they're also trying to find like, they're trying to find ways to engage customers. Like, how can we engage customers and get them to help and get them to be active and get them... It, um, you know, I didn't say anything, but the reality mm-hmm. is you're not. They don't give a nobody shit. Nobody acts until it's nobody acts until it's too late. Yeah, I I mean, mean, well, they're just I not. Mean, but they're not going to act in general. These people, uh, most of the people that vape and use e-cigarettes, they they buy their stuff and they're done. They want to go on with life. They don't want to hear you got to mm-hmm. fight. You got to talk to your life. I want. They don't want. And then they were saying like, walk up to just strange, random people and educate them on vaping. I don't agree with that either. <laughs> it's crazy. If I would, you, someone you, did that to me, I'd be like, "Fuck <laughs> off!" I don't care about your vaping. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's. It, I, I understand. It, Honestly, I, I think didn't um, didn't Kasa years ago they put um, they put like um, they would bring to the vape meets and stuff. They would bring like an iPad or something. Yes, and have people. That's the only way you're going to get your customers or people in general help. Right. And the, and you I, know what I mean? Yeah. And not just that, you're going to have to offer them something like, hey, I'll give you a 20% discount if you go to that iPad and take two seconds and fill that out. Then they'll do it. Yeah. You know, you can get them that way. Yeah. yeah we did that when you I know, worked and in the then store. You can, and then you can offer them like, say, 25% off for each person they bring in. Right. You know what I mean? Not not at the time you bring them in, but in the future when their email address gets confirmed. Right. Um, it's just, it's difficult. It really is difficult. 
It is because that you know they just you know they they just want to buy their stuff and go on. You know it's it's funny. I was I was I went to the Boston um, rally a couple days ago. Yeah, uh, I saw that. I it was heartbreaking when you were speaking to the gentleman who had emigrated from the UK. Let me tell you something, Jim. What, what he said about moving here. I I was I was filming that okay, and I'm standing mm-hmm. there and he's telling me this story. For people that didn't hear it, it, this is, I almost, I was about to cry at one point. I was crying. I know. At, at one point crying. he said, he goes, you know, I came to America because they said this was the land of the free. And, you know, look, they, they took my business. They, I, I, I was going to cry. I've ne- <laughs> I never cry. And I was about to cry. I was doing everything I could to hold myself together and not cry. I felt so bad for that guy. It was many others as well. Many other people there. There was p- people that I talked to that I, did- that I didn't have on camera. Um, it was yeah. just unbelievable. Th- their businesses are gone. I went to a business. I was, I'm not going to say the business, but I was there uh, the day they served this business. Their, uh, the health department came and said, you can't sell anything anymore. And people were coming still. It's a very popular place. People were still coming in. And he's mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not, they're like, please, they're begging him, please. What am I going to do? Are you serious? I, and then they're like walking out in the parking lot and like, you know, selling them t-shirts so they can give them. I, I, I was watching Prohibition. I was watching Prohibition and, and the result of what happens when Prohibition takes effect. I was watching both and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I never in my life thought I'd see prohibition. <laughs> That's crazy. So, do you know what's funny about that? So the Drug Enforcement Agency, if you've ever been fortunate enough to go, they have a museum. Yep. Okay. If you've ever been fortunate enough to go to their museum, they actually have a section that's all about prohibition. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you read all the placards, one of them talks about that the Drug Enforcement Agency considers what they did with prohibition a success and they had to poison people yeah all right um look people who think i'm crazy you want to go to google and you want to type in the chemist's war and it's all about how the united states government poisoned alcohol to get people to stop drinking during prohibition and wow. they did, and they killed a bunch of people doing it, and they did not care because it fit their ideology. Right. Right. Just like this Wasn't whole— Wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And, and well, I'll get into that a little bit. This whole thing with these THC cards and everything, this is this is no fucking coincidence. But uh, I was told yeah. something else yesterday, too, by, by Alex. I didn't know either. He said that there are only 12 FDA inspectors. That's it. 12. So— these these people that go to vape shops and visit or the businesses, whatever, there's only 12 of them to handle literally tens of thousands of vape businesses across the United States. How in the fuck are they going to enforce anything? There's 12. <laughs> they can't enforce anything. You know, they're not doing it now with all the stuff on the market. I mean, the market's out of control and 90% of the shit's on the market shouldn't even be on the market. And they're not doing shit about that. How are they going to enforce? They're, they're talking about this I mean, and that. How are they going to do anything, Jan? There's 12 of them. I don't know, but I. <laughs> well, anyway, you were going to tell me about that story. I know you wanted to get. Oh the yes, 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 yes. Okay, so. Um, okay, so this is crazy. So I've been saying for weeks now, uh, somebody has to 
sue the media. And, and I want to get into that after this story because Jan, I think, has a phenomenal idea of how to sue the media. And I've been bringing it up to people, and they're like, whoa, that's very interesting. Um, and there was a news station. And, and, and this is great because this shows what the media is doing. The media, just so everybody understands, you're getting mad at the media, but you have to understand something. In the beginning, the FDA and the CDC both came out and said vaping was causing this stuff. They were just reporting what they were saying. Okay. They, yeah. They didn't just make this up. They were, that's what they were told. Okay. So that's what they were reporting. Now, what happened was, is early on, (laughs) the FDA figured out that it was probably THC, but the CDC was still on this, uh, you know, it's vapor, it's vapor. And Alex, again, from Kassab, brought up another fascinating thing about this with the CDC. Right. Think about this. Let's say lettuce. Let's say we have some bad lettuce out there, right? Because that's happened. I think it happened last year. At some point, we had some bad lettuce. It happens every, like, twice a year. Oh, yeah, the, the E. coli yes. stuff in so, the lettuce out oh, here. So, but, but here's what happens. Within days, within days, not only do they know the company – where it came from, mm-hmm. they tell you everything. This is the company. This is the lettuce. This is the dates from this date to that oh. date. They can have that figured you know, out within days, right? Do but you they, know why? Why? What? what you, that's I want to know. know. Why? why can then that figure this? Why is it taking them two months to figure this out? But that takes them days. Because we don't. When I say we, I mean as a larger industry. Mm-hmm. As a larger industry, not everyone takes batch samples and keeps them on file true especially not with the government and definitely not in their own business right if you had batch samples for say um you bought a shipment in from xyz vapor company right um and as you bring it in because they do this with um cbd products they come in with a sheet that talks about this is batch number 457, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we tested it for. This is what's in it. And then they can take and keep that on file in their business in case a regulator ever comes to check. Right. We don't do that. As, as a matter of self-policing, if we did that, we'd be doing a whole lot better right now. Yeah, but see, what I don't get is, I mean, within a week, there was already we are we as an industry already had out there that it was THC carts because of of what it was in it. I mean, we were like within weeks, like saying what it was, and they still were Leafly, Leafly, Leafly. Yeah, Leafly was cannabis. was on top of it. I mean, Leafly, Leafly within a day. Yeah, knew what it was. Right, knew which company did it. And it was like they were being flat out ignored. Right. So how in the I mean, world? Was, does, so my, my now let, let's be honest. Do you think the C because Dr. Siegel, who you know worked for the CDC, right? He says flat out they are lying and they've been lying. Of course they're lying. So yeah, they're they're <sighs> okay. dragging this out, you right? Remember all the, of course they are. They're dragging it out, but they're dragging it out for a purpose. Do you remember? Did you look at any of the stories I sent you last night? No. <laughs> I fell asleep. Okay. I had to go to a thing last there's night. One, there's one from September 10th, 2019, talking uh-huh. about Bloomberg um, going to give uh, states $160 million to fight vaping. Right. Um, if, if you look at that, uh, you extrapolate it <laughs> to its next possible conclusion. All the states that have filed bans because this is what they want. They want bans in 20 places. Um, 
you have to look at Bloomberg's website to figure out 20 places they want them, but they're all in major metropolitan areas, not so much in the rural places. But if you look at who partners with Bloomberg, who gets financial compensation from Bloomberg, who in our government would you think gets financial compensation from Bloomberg? In our government? In, his, in our government. Who's a partner with Bloomberg? Oh, geez. I'll give you one guess. Give me a guess. Yeah, I'm giving you a guess. Okay. Pick an agency. Pick one with three letters. I'll tell you. With three letters, the FDA? No, no, no. CDC. CDC. Yeah, CDC. Yeah. They get money from Bloomberg. Really? Bloomberg announces on September 10th, 2019, that he wants youth vaping banned because, quite honestly, the government has done nothing to stop it, and teens are vaping their heads off, and Juul is allowed to exist. But, but, but wait a minute. Why, why, is, why is... But hang on. Why is Bloomberg giving the CDC money, and why are they allowed to accept it? I have no idea. I cannot explain to you the corruption in our government. I can only tell you that it's there. <laughs> I mean, that's good. So they, this is public record? Like, we know Bloomberg's giving the CDC money, and that's crazy. Bloomberg is partnered with okay so everybody they've partnered with gets something in the form of i'm assuming bloomberg is giving the government grants Uh probably to stop youth smoking or youth vaping um because they give uh city governments grants yeah bloomberg gives them all the time right and it's not just bloomberg um let's see facebook gives city governments grants for certain things Facebook, Bloomberg, and uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are all really behind this, like, no vaping stuff, no child vaping. The Gates Foundation is too, really? Everybody is, Kevin. Nobody wants to see kids grow up vaping. They want a smoke-free world. I mean, all of this leads back to smoking, but in essence, what they're doing, not just leading back to smoking, as crazy as it sounds, it does lead back to smoking. It is more pro-tobacco than anything else. Uh, Bloomberg's also invested in that IOQS thing, I think. Really? Um, it's You have to look at it, and you can't look at it. On, you can't type most of this stuff into Google. You have to use different browsers. Um, you can't use anything that Google controls because you won't find any of this stuff. But, yeah, it's there. So you're saying if you search for this on Google, it won't even show up. It's to the extent of no, their of their they're hiding it on the internet. Listen, there's so much fucked up I shit. I know that, I sound crazy. No, 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 you don't. I know I'm crazy. <laughs> no, you I'm don't. Not crazy. This is why I stopped doing the show because at some point you start sounding like Alex Jones screaming that the water's turning the fucking frogs gay. No, 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 no. <laughs> listen, listen. Like I, I listen. Like I've said, um, and I and I've told everybody this. It, it, it's it's too perfect of a storm. It really is. There's no way mm-hmm. that all of a sudden um, these THC cards show up out of nowhere. They're making all these people sick and killing people. The media ties it to vaping. This There's this whole anti-crusading, and then it's tied to flavors. Then it's this whole crusade against uh, flavored e-liquid, and we got to get rid of it. And knowing if you get rid of flavored e-liquid, it kills our entire market. It, it doesn't kill Juul. Right. And and why is Juul not being touched? Some say that they may be working out an MSA agreement type thing. Could be. Possibly. Could be. I, well, I wouldn't I mean, doubt it. Don't forget that MSA is running out. Yes. Did you see that document I sent you? Yes. Yes. That really long document that talks about how much money the government's losing. Right. 
the, the master settlement agreement, I don't know how many people know anything about this. Um, the master settlement agreement was supposed to go to pay for Medicare costs for people that use tobacco products and get lung cancer. Yep. Where the state was forced to take care of people. It's not what it's getting used for, at least not at the federal level. At the federal level, it's paying for children and preschool kids to get, um, like, mass care. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. paying for that type of program at the federal level. And they expect that to be bankrupt by the time the MSA runs out, and I believe the MSA runs out soon. Right. So really this whole bullshit legislation should be called cash grab. Yeah. It would be a more truthful. And, and you know what, that that's, they would back the fuck off us. Yeah. Sorry. And I, and I was explaining that too, to uh, Jamie the other day, you know, I, I said, you have to understand that this, even if this gets cleared up, okay. And, and all the bad news reports go away and we're able to kind of, come back from this somehow because it's been devastating we have to well, they held trust in the industry and they did that willfully well the, 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 uh, that's what's time the thing is the damage has already been done we've are at this point we've already had tens of thousands of people who were vaping that are now smoking back. now i mean it, it's already done uh-huh. and if vaping came back they're yeah. just gonna say fuck it i'm just gonna smoke and they know that they know that the damage has been done yeah. and they've got a of good amount of customers know. back so uh, this is so crazy. So anyway, uh, News 7. So ABC News 7, this is one example of the insane false news media reports. And before I even say anything, I do want to say something. I do want to I do want to thank on CBS. I don't know if you watched CBS this morning, Jam, but um, they've got this. I don't to- watch TV. TV That's right. You don't- <laughs> <for a reason. laughs> but they, they have this. They have this Tony DeCopo on. And let me tell you something. This Tony DeCopo, he really does the best that he can to counteract these bullshit stories. You know, they had Bloomberg on. And uh, when he, the day he announced this... The Antichrist himself. Yep, the day they announced this $160 million. And Bloomberg was talking about vaping in kids, and he tells Tony something to the effect of, well, you know, what if you had a daughter and uh, you caught her vaping and she lost IQ points because of it? And, and, uh, and Tony immediately goes to him and says... Lost uh, vaping causes uh, kids to lose IQ points. You got to study for that. And of course, no, and you could see, but you could see the rage in Bloomberg's eyes. Like, really, you're asking me that? And he totally stepped over it, didn't answer it, and just went on to something else. But uh, it's. Of course ins- he didn't. Yeah, but that's crazy. He just makes shit. But this Tony DeCopo, listen, he Nicotine, tries. Not for nothing, just dropping this in here now before I forget this point. Nicotine mm-hmm. is a neuroprotectant. Go ahead. Yeah. This Tony Coppola guy. Yeah. So, you know, he you were saying he just he just he just he does what he can. He does his best when these anti stories come up to. In fact, the other day they just did one. I think it was Thursday or Friday. And they had the camera on this guy sitting there and you could see the look in his face like, oh, God, here goes Tony again. But, you know, he was just trying to put the facts out there. You know, he's trying to give both sides. They're giving their skewed side that vaping is killing people. And he's giving a side that, nah, that's not really it. Um, and and saying what it is. So I thank him for that. Thank you, Tony, for, for, for doing that. I mean, it it is appreciated, but this, anyway, so this happened at ABC. Yes. But this happened at ABC. So ABC news, uh, ABC news seven in Texas, they did a report. Here's what happened. There was this guy, his name was Ben, Ben Camarillo. Mm -hmm. Ben Camarillo was one of the people that got sick from these lung illnesses. Okay. So 
the so the media went and they interviewed him and uh, then they put together this news story. So I'm going to play you the first half of the news story. The second half of the news story, they're talking to a vape shop uh, owner where the guy's going off about its THC cartridges and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But that doesn't matter. I, uh, this is the only part that's important. I'm first going to play. This is the news story where they interview Ben. I don't. Okay, you ready for this? Okay. Hang on. Here it is. Okay. Well, here we go. And Amarillo man is in the hospital tonight, thankful to be alive after what he says was a near-death experience caused by vaping. ABC 7's Lamaya Harvell spoke with him today. She joins us live in studio now with his story and a counterpoint from a local vape shop owner. Lamaya? The epidemic of vape-related illnesses has increased over 500 cases nationwide. 11 people have died, and this has all led the White House to begin developing a policy that would ban flavored vaping products entirely but not everyone agrees. I was dancing on Sunday with my granddaughter and Tuesday I felt like I was on my deathbed. Benjamin Camarillo says he went to the hospital because he thought he had pneumonia. It felt like I couldn't breathe on my own. I felt like I had somebody sitting on my chest maybe. When he arrived, Camarillo collapsed. Doctors ran a CAT scan that revealed his lungs were clogged. And I immediately knew what it was from. I knew it was from vaping. Camarillo says he has PTSD and would use both THC and flavored vaping products to help him through the day. Mm -hmm. Every time new products would come out, I would take a trip and go grab them and try to use them as, as, you know, as discreetly as possible. Cases like these have led the government to consider banning all flavored vaping products. Now... Here's the interesting thing. So you heard him, right? I mean, sounds like he said it was vaping. Oh, he, he said, I know what's coming. Yeah, so, so flavors. So it was interesting. You heard her. She said that he said he vapes THC as well as flavored vapes. Flavored or, yeah, whatever the hell she said. Products. Yes, flavored vaping, flavored products. vaping products. Okay, so that would give you the conclusion that if you really think about it, that okay, he, so he's vaping THC and nicotine vapor products. That's not true. Right. Here's Ben being interviewed. Uh, Dash Vapes is the uh, YouTube channel that put this out. They contacted him and they interviewed him and asked him about his interview. So here's Ben being right. interviewed by Dash Vapes about the, the interview he gave to this ABC News 7. Were you ever a nicotine vapor? Like, did you ever vape on nicotine products? Not one time ever in my life. Never? Never. I've always been into tc marijuana for the stomach problems i had i didn't know i had ptsd until i actually went and got the diagnosis but the symptoms i've shown and all that i've had them since i was about 14 years old so about 24 years marijuana is the only thing that ever really leveled me out and kept my stomach under control and kept my panic attacks under control i was always on marijuana thc and then when the cartridges came out it was like it was just almost like a blessing to me in a way, man, because my family didn't have to go everywhere with me smelling like weed because out here in Texas, man, it's a stigma and it's illegal. They don't care here. I vaped solid for a year. I started right before Thanksgiving last or the year before last, but uh, mm -hmm. never touched the nicotine, e-juice, anything like that in my life. I never even smoked cigarettes. Maybe I mean, maybe puffed a few cigarettes in high school, but I've never bought a pack of cigarettes to just keep and smoke. He's never smoked in his life. He was not a smoker, never vaped e-cigarettes in his life. And then he went on at the end to say, which it was just a small part. I left it out. But what he said is, if I if I gave the reporter, say I said 100 words, 
She took like 20 of them and they cut them all up. And, and that's not even what I said. They actually, not only did they cut out parts, they took parts and melt, welded them together with others. He's like, they just took certain words I said and put them together. And, and they ran it. You can't do that. I, and everybody's going, oh, freedom of press, freedom of press. No, 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 no. That, that the bullshit. I mean, right, Jan? They're, they're, taking, they're, they're taking what he said. They're cutting it up to make it sound like something he did not say. And they're broadcasting that. How the fuck is that? How the fuck is that allowed? It's, it's how is that allowed? Um, activist judges sitting on the bench saying that it's absolutely legal to say these things. And I don't know how many times I railed against that in the past. You don't know what, how your local judge or how this judge or that judge, what their background is, what their political leanings are, or how they even got the job that they have. Right. A lot of times people just point out, oh, it's my cousin Jim Bob. He's going to be a judge. And... Quite frankly, it's ridiculous. It is the weaponized media. They're all following along on the train. Well, yeah, it's a weaponized media, exactly. But see, here's the thing. Um, You you know, you were talking about something last week. You brought up an interesting uh, uh, angle of how you could possibly go after the media for these news stories. Because, you know, I understand in the beginning, you know, they didn't know. That's fine. Now Now we know. For example... Last Friday, not this Friday, but the one before that, the CDC finally came out and said, okay, like 90% of these things are THC. We're pretty sure it's THC. So now they weren't warning against e-cigarettes or vaping nicotine anymore. Now it's just straight THC. The next day, I asked, asked Jamie, I sat here all weekend and watched CNN, MSNBC, all the fucking news stations out everywhere trying to find a... Nobody corrected it. Nobody. nobody they didn't even report it. Nobody came out and said, Lady Cities. They didn't report the, uh, the uh, e-cigarettes are killing people stories, but they didn't report anything at all. They just let it go. And then Monday, it picked right back up. Right back again. Okay, uh, vaping is... Hey, th- this is bullshit. They know now. And I know they're not saying... Well, that's not true. Chris Cuomo on CNN actually said the other night, straight out and said the CDC said e-cigarettes and... No, that's not what they said. They didn't say e-cigarettes. So they're still... They're getting off on frightening people into believing that e-cigarettes are could kill them. And... Frightening people because they want views and they want clicks, and that translates into advertising. Yes, yeah, I understood. The mass media, the mass media is dying, and people's belief in them is dying. But where they're attacking us is with our older vapors. Do you, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Our, like sixty-five plus vapors. Yeah. Those are the people who are really getting hurt by these stories because everybody else seeks out their news elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? Most people don't don't watch CNN unless they're trapped in a fucking airport. Um, I wish that was, I wish that was true. I do. Unfortunately, I think too many people watch it. My, 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 my cousin, oh, my, 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 the ratings are dropping drastically. Go ahead. I had a family member on uh, Facebook the other day uh, going off on me. Oh, oh what are you doing? And she's posting all this bullshit that I know she's seeing on CNN and all these other stations. Vaping is killing people. I mean, this is nuts to, 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 the, point of where she, to the point of where she's saying, oh, these people that sell this stuff should be ashamed of themselves. Disgusting. 
What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, some people, just a lot of people, Jen, they just believe what they see on the news. Um, the vape shop owners were talking last night at this meeting. One of them was saying that people were actually coming in and saying, you know what? I'm just going to smoke because I don't want to die from vaping. I hear if I do this, I'm, I could like die tomorrow. At least smoking will take 20, 30 years to kill me. I mean, you know, that, that's, that, that's crazy, but that's, that's what they're being told. What, what the media, and, and I understand the media has freedom of press. I understand the media, as part of that freedom of press, can also lie pretty much and, and get away with it. Oh, they can. But, but, but what they're doing is they're, use, they're, they're making people believe something that isn't. And you brought up tort law, and it's interesting. I, I, I still have a lot to learn about tort law, but what I did was I Googled tort law and media, and pretty much everything that came up was either the media settling or losing and having to pay settlements from people using tort law to go after them for defamation. I think there is you, something you, there. You can't have a fucking criminal case against these people because the criminal right. justice system is, is pretty, like I said, with activist judges. Tort law, you stand in your case, a uh, better chance of hitting them where it hurts. Right. And that's only for monetary damages. Where this could help, possibly, is our vendors who can't make their rent, who can't pay their employees, who are sitting on stock that can't go anywhere in places like Massachusetts. These are the people that could really help. Right. It so, could really help them so, bail so themselves out. What is the easy... What is uh, what is the easiest way, like a simple term, to describe tort law? Like just a basic understanding, because I kind of understand okay. it. A basic understanding of tort law. Um, my basic understanding of tort law actually comes from the Richard Meyer comics case, which is not really going to be something that's going to be easy to understand. But um, basically person poisoned another person's belief in uh, being able to sell their product right. where there's a signed contract. That's my understanding of it now. But what we're there is something called um, tortuous interference with defamation. It's not so much defamation as much as it's slander mm-hmm. um, because they're not really attacking the character of the people, that, but slandering um the yeah, so I think there's something there with tort law. I'm definitely going to look that up. That is why I have been looking it up. I, I think there's definitely a good angle with that. Finding an attorney that practices tort law is another question because it's difficult. And yeah. uh, But I, I'm looking. I, I, I think there's something there. I, I think, you know what? I was telling someone a few weeks ago, and I even think I said it on here. I just want to fucking like start a, uh, a media watch group. And, and just collect millions and millions of dollars. And we'll just be a group where if you have a business and the media is like mm-hmm. doing you wrong, what's like happening to us now, um, you can come to us and we will fund attorneys for you to go after these media outlets and, and, and make them pay for, for what they've done. Because I'll tell you what, if they get sued enough, they're going to stop. They can only get sued so much. You're, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I mean, how else do you stop I, it? There, no, there is no other remedy. I mean, our, our, our only remedy as an industry is legal. And unfortunately, I, when I look at what is considered legal, what happened in Boston, I know more case in 
the legal justice system. I do lawyers to sue the shit out of somebody about it. Yeah. And somebody can get the shit sued out of them. But that's endangering people's lives. And there, there has to be a way to get those people together to sue these companies, these media companies for misleading these people into making um, life-altering decisions as well. Right. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. But I, I know there's something there. I know there is. I know there is. You know, these these media reports have caused states to take action to take do these emergency mm-hmm. orders, which are illegal, by the way, mm-hmm. these emergency orders. Thankfully, our governor here Absolutely realized that. Yeah. And un- yes, and unconstitutional. And as you see in courts there, well, in New York, it's being reversed now and they're working on that because you can't do that. Uh, Boston, they had a setback, but they, they're going to go to, they're going to stick with it and they're going to find that what he did was un- unconstitutional as well. Um, so, you know, that, that's going to be handled, but I, you know, the media reports is what fueled these governors to do this. So, well, yes. So the media I mean, has, that, but you, they have to be held no, responsible, hey, Jan. They have to be held responsible. Well, even if we pick one or they two. They have to be. They have to be telling half truth. It's exactly what they're doing. They're telling you half the story. They're telling you half the truth. They're telling you kind of the truth. That's not what media wants to do. I know, but they're, but they're 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 some of them aren't even telling half the truth. They're just editing it to a way where you believe e-cigarettes are killing you. I mean, listen, you ask anybody right now. If I called ten random people out of the blue, and I right. said, "Hey, uh, do you know what e-cigarettes are?" They're first thing out of them. I guarantee you, nine out of ten would say, "Oh yeah, those are the things that are killing people, right? They're putting people, making people sick." <laughs> they they get that from the media. That's that's what they've been told, and it baffles my mind that they can do that, destroy an industry, and just get away with it. They but, can't get away with it. Something has to just, be done. Too, and the worst part is, and and this is what kind of one journalist. Um, that's why I really. I loved doing anti-nanny. People just got really mad. <laughs> I would tell people stuff and they would get mad. And they would they would actually say things like, I can't finish an episode of the show without getting pissed off. I get pissed off because I never show. had I never had solutions. Yeah. How do you fix it? I don't know. Well do you spread awareness. Well that that's you know what I mean? That's, my my solution is is we get a tort law expert, a lawyer who expertise is in tort law and we do our best to get him to get on board on a pro bono basis and say let's sue cnn msnbc well you know you need us to put evidence i'll put evidence together i'll put all these news stories together i mean they, they can see and and do something about this so that at least you know if if you if you got a if you got a, even a settlement off that at least it's something telling people hey you know See, they were lying. See, why are they settling with us? Or why, you know, if, if they didn't lie? Yeah, I don't know, something just, right. and, and these people who lost their businesses, you know, I'm fine, I didn't lose my business, but there's people in Boston that lost their businesses. It's over. They lost everything. They should be compensated. They yes, they should be compensated for that. And I know the media thinks it's funny. They should. But it's not, you know, they joke about vaping. It's not funny. You know, it, 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 it really isn't. I said, now, tell me if I'm wrong, Jen. I said this yesterday, I, and I really, I really believe this. 
Um, the problem, but the biggest problem we have, vapors keep on screaming, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. Vaping is not safe. Okay? Wake up. It's not safe. What vaping is, if you're inhaling anything in your lungs, it's not safe. Vaping is a much better thing to do than smoking. That's what vaping is. I kind of compared it to you have heroin and you have methadone. You don't want the guy doing heroin because he's all fucked up when he's doing heroin. Give him the methadone. That keeps him off the heroin. Is methadone good for him? No. But you know what? It's a lot better than fucking heroin is. That's how I kind of equate vaping. And every last night people were like, oh, that's terrible. No, that's not terrible. I, that's the truth. We, the, the, when you're going around trying to convince somebody that this is safe, they think you're an idiot. <laughs> like, a method to reduce the harms caused to the body by smoking. Yes. And let's be honest. So it's like Han, Han Lick. Han Lick, yep. You, okay. Han Lick and I guess what is it, Dragon now? It used to be Shenzhen as like what, Dragon Vaping? Mm-hmm. I think it's Dragon Vaping. Um, Han Lick is patient zero. Oh, it's still uses the original equipment and still uses the original um, liquid, right? So he uses, he uses the original, like an old-ass e-cigarette. He's using zero milligram. It doesn't matter. He's patient zero. The one who found out what we could actually do what we couldn't. Hang on, Jan, Jan, Jan. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No, you're cutting up. Your phone's cutting out. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, yes. That's better. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's patient zero. He all of the basic chemistry testing and stuff on himself. Um, a lot of the science that we have about what we vape really uh, started with him. He knows what we can vape and what we can't. And one of the things we can't vape is oil. Is oils, yeah. Which, and, uh, and Han Lick, for anybody who doesn't know, Han Lick is the person who created the e-cigarette. Back many, 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 many years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He always said um, the further we moved away from propylene glycol, which is like the original thing we made liquid out of, the more lung diseases and lung illnesses people would have. Right. Right. He, he told us back then. So all these dank cartridges. They're all filled with oils. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea to inhale something that's an oil? I mean, that just blows my mind. We know that's unsafe. We know about lipoid pneumonia. You know, we also know uh, inhaling oil can cause something called lung disease. But 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 and, but if THC, if marijuana was legalized nationally. This probably would not have happened because it, it, you know, there there would be no reason to make these these street people mixing these things. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, Jan. They just want to make something to get people high and and make some money. Um, somebody fucked up. From what I heard, from what I understand, they were actually using this this mix that had oil in it that they thought was okay, but apparently it wasn't. This company put fucking oil in this mix and it. And, but it's it's not just that. Whatever they're harvesting their marijuana from, right? Whatever they're getting their CBD or THC from, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what else they have in there? I'm just wondering. Do you know that they found hydrogen and cyanide? Oh, I don't know. In those dank vapes. 
fact, they found hydrogen cyanide in those dank vape caps. So yeah. we know vaping oil hurts us. It's probably not a good form to extract it into something like all that people are going to inhale. And I'm pretty sure the dispensaries know this shit. I don't think the guy in his garage making his own stuff knows this. Well, like, so here... here. But the pesticide, uh-huh. it was the pesticides that... Well, because everybody who grows it outside, I guess, sprays it. Um, yeah, hydrogen cyanide. Well, the see, other thing that- here in Connecticut, too, so everybody understands... You know, you can't order. We have dispensaries, but they can't order from like some company in California and get dank vapes cards. They're only allowed to purchase their products from uh, places here in Connecticut. Um, so you have growers here in Connecticut that have to be registered with, with the state. They have certain uh, testing. Sure. You know, so yeah, I mean that that just that's thankfully not an issue here. But like, I go to my dispensary and it's still a big issue. Like they're dying. No one's buying vapes. Because they're afraid, you know, and, and they're being told, don't use THC vapes. And, and they don't have to worry. But then again, you know, I I get it. It's like when it sucks for me because I use the dry herb. and They're selling out of it all the fucking time. And I can't, <laughs> I can't dry herbs. Everybody's <laughs> smoking now instead of uh, instead of vaping. But, uh, right. you know, and there's something else I want to bring up, too. I saw this on Facebook the other day. Greg w- was saying something about iQuos. This is true. This is absolutely true. I see vapors too. They're going around. They're putting down iQuos. They're they're uh, listing all the chemicals in it and and how bad it is and da da da. And listen, someone was actually using a uh, a study that was done by the University of San Francisco. Uh, so yeah. So it's like, wait a minute. You're using a a a, a, a Stanley Glantz study to go after the iQuos, but when he's doing studies about vaping, it's like that. You know, oh, are you kidding me? Uh, come on, that's crazy. IQOS, whether you like it or not, IQOS, what was it? 30% of Japan. It got 30% of smokers off in Japan off of cigarettes. IQOS has been around for years. It just hasn't been here. It has successfully gotten millions of people off of cigarettes. Yes, it's a vaporizer. I agree. I see all the reports. It's not a va- Yes, it's a fucking va- It vaporizes tobacco. That's all it does. It's vaporizing right. tobacco, which, yes, mm-hmm. scientifically, Jan, it's better if you're vaporizing it than putting a, a torch to it and smoking it. So it, 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 it is better. And, and hate it all you want, but it does get people off cigarettes. And I'll tell you something. If we could go back 10 years, 10 years ago, and someone said to me, because I smoked Marlboro Lights, and they said, hey, Kevin, you know what? There's this thing now where you can like buy Marlboro Light sticks and stick them in there and it'll vaporize it and it's much better for you to vaporize it than it would be to you know to smoke or they have these e-cigarettes like this uh, I would have been all I'd give me the iQuos I would I would have I would have chosen that I would have been like oh I could still smoke but have not to be as harmful I'll take the iQuos oh not me so not me I close cigarette damage at least have been able to keep me away from those for 10 plus years. Yeah, 10 plus years. I mean, vaping has worked. I mean, it's worked for, I don't even use nicotine anymore. I haven't used nicotine in over three years. Um, I'm just vaping zero now, just just for the actual action of it. I, I still love the inhale, exhale. Um, I, I, yeah. 347-202-1162. If you're going to call in, I, I had people emailing me this week. I want to call in. Well, call in. Hurry up because I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up in a minute. Uh, Jan's got things she has to do. She doesn't have all night. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, 
I, I okay. I want to ask you this. This 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 here's another big thing that that we need to discuss. Okay, so I was bringing this up last night, and I guess from what I was told, VTA is against nicotine caps. Safada is for nicotine caps, and I think Casa okay. is against nicotine caps. So what right. are so what are nicotine caps? Nicotine caps very simple. Nicotine cap is uh, I go to our governor and I say propose hey. Uh, let's have a nicotine cap. Only 20 milligram and under e-liquids can be sold. Anything over 20 milligram, you ban them. You know, you can't sell them. Here's the problem. Um, here, well, hang on, Jen. Here's the problem here in Connecticut, okay? The last mm-hmm. legislation, I've been to, going to these hearings for 10 years now. The last one I went to, yeah, yeah. they said, because they were trying to do another flavor ban again, they, 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 looked at, they looked at it, they said, listen, we don't want to hurt you. We want Juul gone. We want it gone. We hate Juul. We want it gone. We, we don't want to affect you, right. but unfortunately, if having trying to get rid of Juul or getting rid of Juul is going to affect you, it is what it is, but we don't want to do that. They hate right. Juul here. They hate it. They feel that Juul's the enemy, not us. They know we're not. It's Juul, and we got to do something. A nicotine cap is going to eliminate Juul. Be- they can't ban Juul. They just can't go, we want to ban Juul. Right. That, they can't do that legally. <laughs> but what they can do is they can enact a nicotine cap. So anything 20 milligram and under can be sold, but anything over 20 milligram can't be sold. Now, before we start getting into some people just need that, let me tell you something. And Jan knows this too. Let's go back 10 years ago. 10 years ago, right. when we started... There, the lowest milligram was six. Here's what we had. We had six, 12, 18, 24, 32, and 45, all free base. Now, the majority of people, the majority of vapors in the beginning did anywhere from 12 to 18. I did 12 personally. You know, some did 18. I did 24. Yeah, there were a few. Yes, I was about to say that. There were a few that did 24. I knew some that did 24 and very few. I maybe two people I knew did 36 and I actually knew one that did 45 milligram and that was Mr. David Dorn from the UK. So, but he's not human. I don't know. That's crazy. He's free basing 45 milligrams of nicotine. But anyway, so well, it, it, it was, it wasn't, a, it, it wasn't really free. Free is what you get with mixed salts. Based on all. Be tied to that acid in the mix salts to be a free base. What the the but are you there? That, right. What's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, you're cutting up. It was cutting up a oh. little bit, but I can hear you now. Sorry, I was saying we weren't free basing anything. Um, for us to free base anything, it has to have the mix salts and free base liquid. Well, well, no. The, what I'm saying is, is you have salt nicks. We have salt nicks and we have free base. You see what I'm saying? Right. What we're using is mm-hmm. the free base, and then you have the salt nicks. We didn't have salt nicks back then. We, there, there was no salt nicks. Well, right. I know, but free basing is, is a drug term, right? Okay. Well, okay. I, I it, see what you're saying. It yes, bypasses yeah. the lungs really quickly and goes right to the brain. Yes. What we had it w- was a more slow release that was released orally. Right. You but, know what I mean? More but, than yes. in the lungs. But my point here's my point. My point is back then. There were few people that needed a lot of nicotine to help to get off cigarettes. Oh, yeah. But what we did, what we did was we said, okay, so do 24, 
and try to work down. Maybe try 18. Maybe go 12. And a lot right. of people did that. A lot of people were able to work down and get to a reasonable amount. Some people weren't. I understand there's some people that need a shit ton of fucking nicotine to, to, to take in to get off cigarettes. But it's, it's, a, it's few and far between. And honestly, call me crazy. Honestly, if they need that much, if they need 50 fucking milligrams of nicotine <laughs> to, to, to be able to, to survive, you shouldn't be vaping 50 milligrams of nicotine on a regular basis. If you want to use that to wean off or wean down, I should say, wean down, fine. There's right. got, I, maybe, I don't know, take him to a doctor. Have a doctor fucking say, okay, you can do 50, 40, 30. We'll give it to you, wean you down. But the problem is, is here in Connecticut and everywhere else, Teens are vaping to get high. They're vaping to get high. It's that simple. It's nothing with flavors. They're vaping to get high. If you don't have these high fucking salt nicks and jewels and this and that around, they'll go back to puffing on three cigarettes to get high. And then it'll start to die down and it'll go. We just, it, this, these high nick things, it's true. They have fucked us up since they came on the market. And that's when all of a sudden kids were going nuts and vaping. It's, I, I do understand some people need it, but then you, I don't know, go to a doc, make anything over 20 milligram, you got to get a prescription. Anything under 20 milligram, you can go to a vape shop and buy it. If, if that's going to stop, so, well, you, well, then what do we well, do? I mean, something's got to be done. No, no, can, can, I, can I offer a solution? Yes. It, it's, it's like, it, it's in the same vein. So I say you keep up to 22 milligram available to people. Right, you don't want to go to 24. Okay, but I mean, if 20 is going to get jewel out, yes. Out. Um, anything over 20 and above, you have to go to a pharmacy to get. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That way, you know, like you know, like you've got to go to get your good Sudafed now. Yeah. They swipe your card and then they keep track. Right there, a perf. You know what? Why is- Th- that's a great idea. Absolutely correct. It's true with the Sudafed. So yeah, you can have it at pharmacies. And then they have to go, and they can be a lot. Like, they could say, okay, you can buy five packs of the 50 milligram, but then that's it. Then you're going to have to go to 40, then 30. Fair enough. I think that is a great compromise. That's way better than the doctor thing. This is why I have you on. That's a wonderful thing. Hang on a second. We have a call. 859, area code. You're on the air right now. Hello, 859. Yes, uh, Kevin, uh, good to talk to you. And I believe it is your guest, Janice. Is that right? Her did name I miss is... the name? I'm sorry if I did. Her name is Jan, uh, my yes. My name is Jan. <laughs> Jan. Well, I was close. said Janice. Okay. Uh, anyway, I've been uh, listening to you guys, and I'm, I'm out here fishing right now, and I heard you just say, if you're calling in, you better do it now. So I just put the rod down and everything. I, uh, I don't know if you remember me or not, uh, Kevin. I called you about three years ago. And uh, at the time, it was the clean rooms. Oh, you got to get a clean room. Yeah. Oh, you, what do you mean you're mixing this stuff on the table? Yeah. And I picked up the phone, and I dared to call in and say, uh, actually, I operated a flea market, and I mix on the table. But I tell everybody the truth. This is where this stuff yes, comes I, from. Yes, I, I remember you. I remember you now. But I am yep. not spending a uh, hundred grand on a clean room because this is a tobacco product and people look at me like I'm nuts. No, it is not. I said, yeah, it is because mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. said it is. And right. that's very unfortunate, but that's the truth. Yeah. Right. So very unfortunate what's going on. I'm down here in Kentucky and at the moment I'm not totally clear what to do. I don't have any overhead. I'm still at the flea market, but 
I mean, uh, what do I do, uh, Kevin? I mean, I don't know if they're going to ban all this stuff. Should I go, uh, you know, bury some stuff somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm not saying I'd do anything illegal, but what, what, what should a person do right now? I mean, I don't know if I should order a bunch of coils because I still have customers, and a lot of them still use the Ego and the Evod batteries. That came back thanks to the CBD craze. Yes. And I don't even sell CBD. And most certainly not THC. And since I listen to your podcast, I don't sell Nick Salt. You yes. would think at the flea market I would sell anything, but I don't. But anyway, what's you know your what? advice on you, that? You go, to that, you go to that flea market and you keep on selling. Because, here, well, here's the reality. Okay. Number one, if you have customers that are going to you, they're obviously going to you and you have something that they want that's keeping them off cigarettes. So you don't certainly want to let them down. You know, they, they, they need you. Uh, secondly... It is, like I was explaining before, 12 inspectors from the FDA. How are 12 inspectors? You, tw- you think they're going to take their time to go to a flea market and see if anybody's selling vapey liquid? You, um, you, you keep on going. I, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Listen, if they were to ban online sales, because my business is 99% I sell direct-to-consumer online, um, fuck them. I'm okay. going until they knock on my door and say you can't go anymore. Because the reality is, is all you're going to get if that ever did happen first, and Jan knows this, you're going to get a warning letter. You better stop it. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. So you keep on going. You get go- a warning letter. Um, and don't, okay. don't give up selling to your customers. No. We need you. Okay. Otherwise, what's going to happen is your customers are going to have to build something for themselves like a lifeboat. Uh, if you yeah. give away, those people will have nothing. Yeah. Um, please, please don't right. be scared. Please don't go away. Yeah, don't be scared. I, okay. Do, do not be scared. You keep, you've got plenty. And, and, right. you know, well, look, I, I never made big money in this. Being at the flea market, you're not going to make big money. But I no. didn't risk much either. So I right. can stay open right now. Like you said, I don't think there's too many FT inspectors coming to the flea markets nope. right now. No, there's so, not. You know, there's the, not. You absolutely stay open. You know, the, the, the head of R.J. Reynolds, the CEO, was interviewed last week on CNBC. You should look it up. CNBC, uh, R.J. Reynolds, very smart guy. But he's, and he's absolutely right. What he said is, is the open vapor market, which he was calling us, they've got about two years left. What they have is they have till next May. Oh You're supposed to file by next May. And then they're going to give you between comment periods and leeways. And he says they got about two more years. And then probably a year after that, because you're going to have to somehow round them all up because this is going to be the Wild West. And, but he's right. There is definitely a good two years left, if not more. And with lawsuits, it could be it could be a lot longer. Who knows? So Jan's right. You have people yeah. that are depending on you to get their products to stay off cigarettes, and, and you don't want to let them down. If you can make a, a few extra bucks helping them out, that's that's wonderful. That's that's the American way. Well, yeah. I do have a decent tobacco flavor, and I have turned this on to a lot of my customers. I'm like, man, look, I know you love that mud. I know you love your Falcon tank with strawberry custard, but here's the thing. If push came to shove, you see this little ego battery here, that tobacco, I mean, and they'll take a hit of it, and they're like, it's not too bad. I'm like, now, would you do that, or would you smoke cigarettes? And they're like, you know, I think I'd do this. So my question, Kevin and Jan, okay, with the PMGA that is coming in May of 2020, even if you have a tobacco flavor, does that still have to be submitted for a PMGA? Yes, that would have to be submitted for a PMGA. Even if it's a tobacco flavor? Even if it's a tobacco flavor. Um, Anything would have to be submitted. Jan, go ahead. Yeah, but I, okay. I don't think that PMTA is, is going to 
they've never told me how to file it. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, well, and, that, and that's right. the they thing too. That they, they, we're still they wondering how to. But they. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, you know, that we we're still kind of unclear on even how to file the PMTA. And you know, someone said something the other day about this, and they're absolutely right. They right. said, well, I, I can't file it, but I buy it from another company. Well, you it's know what? Them, I'm worried about. That, that's not. <laughs> that's actually not true. Because someone said, okay, okay. So just so you understand, to actually file a PMTA to the FDA is free. It doesn't cost anything. What costs money is okay. all the studies and everything they would want. But like somebody said, they said, let's say all the e-liquid companies just grabbed a bunch of studies that have been going on for years and years and years, just put all this shit together, and you had uh, 50,000 companies filing a PMTL at once. It's going to take them 140 years to go through that. You know, everybody just file PMTAs and throw whatever you want in there. You know, see what I'm saying? And that way you could continue in yes, business. Sir. So so it's not true. You could actually file a, a PMTA for free. And if it does come to that, I'm sure there'll be plenty of groups. There's a great Facebook group, uh, uh, industry regulation group that that helps on how to do that so that we can we can continue. We still have time. I know from the media and all the news reports, it sounds like it's over. It's not. And don't count on Trump no. being in favor of banning vapes either, because he already learned that there's over 10 million vapors. Those are 10 million potential votes. Votes. And the, the, the day he came out and said he wanted to ban flavors, the very next day he went on Twitter and said, I love vape. <laughs> I love vapors. <laughs> so he changes tune very yeah. quick. Um, so I, This is just what they call a panic. Yes. This is what they do. Yes. So don't they panic. Are, yeah, my, my that, that is exactly opinion, right. My honest opinion that, is that they just want money from us. That's yeah, what they're that's looking true. Into. Yep. But it did really send us all for a I did not see these bans coming. I really didn't. Even in places like New York, I didn't think they would have gone that far that quick. But then that, that was really amazing. And in Michigan, and they've even done it in Washington, the governor of Ohio once this done and ohio is just right above me here in kentucky and kentucky's not a leader it's a follower yeah so it's got us a little concerned down here too so we're just trying to all you know the vape shops are really upset i know some guys they don't even want to talk about it they're so upset you know when people are really upset they're so upset that you can't talk to them about much of anything you about mm. have to leave them alone yeah. and that's a lot of vape shop owners here right now because they see what's going on so um all I can do is just, you know, stay at the flea market. I'll do my best to stay open. I love your show because I, I feel like I get good advice from you. Well, uh, thank you. You guys. So <laughs> uh, that's that's what I'm going to do, you know, for the time being. And, hey, listen, I appreciate you taking my call, okay? No problem, man. I thank you for calling in. Okay. I'll talk to you all again soon. All right, righty. I'm going to get back to fishing. Take care and be fun now, okay? Thank you. You too. Have a good night. All right. He's going back to fishing. That's awesome. There we go. So, uh, the American dream, isn't it? Yeah, bucks help a few people and be able to spend your time fishing. It really is, absolutely. So, uh, I just got to go through this. Uh, nicotine caps talked a bunch. Of, so, anyway, yeah, I just want to finish that. So, you know, I don't know about other states. I don't know about other governors. I don't know what's going on in other states. All I know is here in Connecticut, they want Jewel gone. So, my suggestion okay. to Mister Lamont, because Ned Lamont, our governor here has said he has an open-door policy. Open-door policy, come come down. My door's always open. I'm going fucking down there because he says his door is open. I want to talk to him. I'm going to propose right. two things. Number one, um, e-cigarettes, e-liquid, all vaping products to be sold in dedicated shops. 
uh, the same way as liquor here it can only be sold in a liquor store. It can't be sold anywhere else. Um, I, I personally think that's re- kind of silly, but you know what? They, that's what they want to hear because they know the dedicated vape shops are going to more effectively make sure kids don't get them. And also the state, you have to have an ENDS permit to sell here. So the state has on record all the vape shops. They can now run stings. You know, they'll have much more control over it if it's only in dedicated vape shops. So that's the first thing. And the second thing was the nicotine cap, 20 milligram and below. Anything over 20 milligram can't can't be sold in the state. That will automatically eliminate Juul, which is what they want to do. If they can create a law that could eliminate Juul, oh my God, they will be all over it. So if, if we can still be in business here and not be affected and have 20 milligram or below, or you want to say, well, fuck it, we're going to fight for all nicotine strengths and then take a chance of losing flavors and losing everything. I mean, you know, it's just if they hear there's a way to ban Juul, they're going to be all over it. They really are. I think that's our, our saving grace here. I don't know about other states, but I know here it is. Um, well, I mean, you've, 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 it can't really hurt you to try because they want to take it all away. Yeah, right. Exactly. And speaking of taking it all away, next time you go to CVS, think about that. You may not want to. You may not want to go to CVS. I CVS is giving ten. I don't go to CVS. Yeah, don't go to CVS. They they just gave ten million dollars to anti vaping groups. They're running this big uh, anti vaping thing. They're very anti vaping. Don't shop at CVS. You really don't want to go there. Um, CVS is anti vaping only in the way that they can get you on like nicotine patches and the gum. And whatever other cessation products they sell, right? That's why they're anti-vaping, right? Everything that happens happens for a dollar and cents reason. Absolutely. Like I, said, I think a lot of these bans became instigated because Bloomberg indicated he was giving away free money to do it. Mm-hmm. And these states don't have the money, but a lot of the ones that he named, the twenty that he wanted to ban them, are the ones that have gone forward with pushing through this legislation. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, Trump, I uh, already said that. Trump's not going to ban vaping. There's no way he's going to ban. He, he's not going to let the FDA enact any sort of rule that's going to destroy this industry. He can't. He's a Republican. One of the biggest things Republicans are against is overregulation, driving industry out of business. There's no way in fuck that they're going to allow that. It's just not going to happen. Um, oh, and, and and just like I said on my show before, I said this months ago, Jan, on my show, CBS did a uh, piece where they tested a bunch of uh, CBD uh, e-liquids okay. that they bought. Um, they bought 10 bottles of CBD. Eight out of the 10, the milligrams were wrong. If it said it was a thousand, it was like way under. They actually tested one that was way over that said it was a thousand milligram, and it was really like twenty four hundred milligram. Like, wow. holy shit! That, that's what I said. I said that months ago. I said there's no, and I said I there's no way these these companies are lying. There's no fucking way if they they because you could easily I could easily sell a, a CBD thousand. I can make tea time three or tea time CBD right. And I could say there's a thousand right. milligrams, but only put a hundred milligrams in it, and then I could sell it for a thousand milligram price, make a fuck ton of money. Who's really gonna know? 
if anything, uh, like a regular user would try it and think, oh, this shit's weak. I just won't use it again. And somebody who's never used it would be like, oh, I guess that's what it's supposed to do. They wouldn't know. No regulation all over that. That's completely out of control. And people thought I was crazy saying that. Oh, the companies do tests. Yeah, they, they run their own fucking test. What good is that? You know, someone needs to ensure that what they're saying, if it's a thousand milligrams, it's a thousand milligrams. Can you imagine getting a thousand milligram fucking CBD and it's twenty five hundred or three thousand? <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. I mean, no, that is absolutely insane. Um, so I just wanted to mention that, that that I said someone needs to do that. CBS ended up doing it. And uh, I was right. Eight out of 10. Uh, the, the milligrams are off. So. Um. Oh, yeah. And here's the other thing. I have to bring this up. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about this. This is one of my biggest talking points, Jan. I've been saying this for years. A PMTA process, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jan, because you know, part of the PMTA process is the FDA is going to look at the product. So they're going to look at the product. They're going to look at the flavor. They're going to look at the marketing. They're going to look at the packaging. They're going to look at all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As it stands right now, 90% of e-liquids on the market just based on flavor or packaging or both will never, ever, ever make it through a PMTA. Never. Right. Yeah, yeah, right? There, there's no way they're going to let Jolly Rancher watermelon e-liquid <laughs> on the market. It's not going to happen. It's just not. I'm sorry. You I, know, if, if, if I we... I don't see it. No, it, it, it's not. It it's, it's not going to happen. Now... I do think they will allow some so that they can say, listen, we do allow flavor. For example, a coffee. I think they would allow a coffee e-liquid as long as it's, you know, marketed. It's got the right marketing. It's coffee. Kids aren't in coffee. You know, that, that's more of an adult right. branded thing. Tea. Lucky me. I think I'll be fine. Tea. I, I, I have black tea vapes for Christ's sakes. I have my marketing is for a fucking, I, I, you know, there's nothing. It's an adult drink. They're an adult. That's fine. It's for adults. Um, they're not going to do that with any candy flavors. They're not going to do that with dessert. So I think they'll, they'll find a few where they can say, hey, you know, we put these through and those are flavors. But yeah, anything candy, you're done. Anything dessert, you're done. Any, they're just not going to allow that. It's not, not, not going to happen. So my question is, is right. let's say the FDA proposed an idea where they said that, you know, before you even go through the PMTA process, submit your, your product and your marketing to us. And we'll tell you if there's even a way it's going to go through. Okay, I'm getting off base. Cut to certain flavors. We only have certain flavors. What if what if we start getting to the point now we're saying, okay, they're saying you guys can last, but you're going to have to cut the candy and dessert flavors. No candy and dessert flavors. You can have basic a fruit, like a cherry or a grape or whatever. You can have maybe a, a, a tea or a coffee or like an alcoholic beverage flavor. But but no candy, no desserts, and, and that's got to go. Um, right. I don't think that's that bad. If that's, I think that's, if that's a compromise, I know most people say, oh, fuck that. I vape fucking, uh, uh, does well, listen again, if it's going to save our industry, cause I don't, there's no way they're going to allow that. And these companies, Jan, no. they're, they're already investing hundreds of thousands of dollars to having all the tests done to put their, their, their no. juice through PMTA dummies. It's not going to get I through. Know. They're going to see gummy bear on it and say, bye. <laughs> there's no way. Well, I mean, and here's where we ended where we started last night. Um, mm-hmm. Years and years ago, everybody left. Do you remember Spiky? Mm-hmm. 
probably wasn't something you expected me to bring up. Um, Spikey proposed that the packaging be as plain as possible. Yes. With childproof caps. You know, no labels with designs on them. Um, and each company sort of has a like flavor menu. And say number one would be peach. Yep. Number two would be like root beer. Number three. And you would have a menu you could pick the flavors from. Yeah. But you would also have people in your facility with everything locked up. Everybody in like white lab coats, just professionally speaking, professionally, like you would see in a doctor's office, yep. who would help you, and you would have to talk to them before you could get your liquid. Right. I think had we gone with something like that, we would not be facing as an industry what we're facing right now. Of course not. We wouldn't be. What what people have to understand, you know, it's funny. People are getting so mad at Jewel, fucking Jewel, fucking everything up. No, 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 no. And they get mad at Candy King. Off oh, Candy King fucked everything up. Fuck that Candy King. No, you morons. This was going on way before Candy King and way before Jewel. This happened years and yep. years and years ago. And when 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 they they're saying they want flavors gone, let's let's say we went that route. And let's say we had flavors, but they were in plain white boxes. There was no mark, just like you said, no marketing. There was just codes, and you gave your flavor, and then you know, and that was it. There was in a plain bottle. None of the marketing was attached to it. We wouldn't be where we are today. The ammo they have isn't the flavoring inside the bottle. The ammo they have is the fucking box it's in, the fucking marketing, the fucking cartoon font, the cartoon images, the dumb fucking names, the unicorn puke, the fucking bright colors. That's where they get us. The ammo they have is us and the things that we want to buy because it looks ooh, shiny pretty. Yeah. And your reality when you go for ooh, shiny pretty is this is the final result. You yeah. You have the government coming after you with both barrels blazing. Yeah. So as an industry, years ago when we created this type of marketing, we fucked up. Yep. It's that simple. We fucked mm-hmm. up. They, 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 they fucked up. It shouldn't have happened. And then when California got a hold of it and really went nuts, and and why does this marketing exist? I'll tell you why. Because the e-liquid industry, besides myself, I don't. And there's others like me that don't, in all fairness. There's other companies like us that we don't do that. But most of them, unfortunately, they simply target 18 to 25-year-olds. 18 to 25-year-olds love that kind of marketing, and they know it gets them. It gets their attention. Uh, a lot of them will freely spend 20 bucks on a bottle of e-liquid. They don't care. They're not really concerned about saving or spend, you know, uh, it's just the right market to target for them. You know, they, it's, it's uh, 18 to 25 year olds. They're not targeting kids they're targeting 18 to 25 year olds. But unfortunately the marketing that is used to target 18 to 25 year olds looks like you're fucking targeting a kid. That's, that's the problem. So, and then another stupid thing they did, Jan, was they created e-liquids with sucralose. So you fucking vape it after a couple days, and you don't want it anymore, and, and, and you fucking, you know, you, you throw it away, or you give it away, and you're constantly going... Th- yeah, that, that's crazy, too. And, and what happens with these e-liquid companies now, Jan, is they're getting so desperate, they're all releasing saltnik lines now because they can't sell juice anymore. Well, they can't sell juice because people are tired of it. You vape it after like a week, and you're like, "Fuck this, I'm done with it." You you just you get numb to it. If they didn't put sucralose in there, you fucking morons, you didn't put sucralose in there, they'd be able to taste it and vape it over and over and over again. I know this. I have an e-liquid company with no sucralose. Our customer return sure. rate's I mean, phenomenal because we don't have that. I I, I don't. Right. I don't. Well, I mean, what years ago all we used for flavoring was what EM? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was it. Yep. Only sweetener. If you didn't like it too fucking bad, you had no other choice. 
that was what you got. Yeah. So was, we were we were pretty sure to kill us. You know what right. I mean? Right. So you know the damage is done. We are where we are. Um, like I said, we've got a few more years. We absolutely do. This is not over in a few weeks. I know you hear the FDA saying, oh, in weeks we're going to release. Nah, I don't care what they release. If they re- someone, uh, I think Greg said that there's rumors that this week they're going to announce something. Let them announce what they want. Because you know what? At the end of the day, a bunch of Republicans are going to go to Trump and say, don't you fucking let them do that. <laughs> don't you better fucking stop that cool. shit. Don't you let that happen. And he's going to make sure it doesn't happen. I mean, that's just, it's a fact. There's just no way... Under his presidency, he can allow this to happen. Especially now, he needs votes. Yeah, I I don't know what they could try to pass through Congress or or whatever, but luckily, uh, the government seems to move at the speed of... Yes. So, hey, you time, but if you want to continue selling, you might want to think about the idea of changing your marketing yes oh that uh, you know what that'll never happen i wish they would change their marketing they won't they won't do it they're there's they're still it's <laughs> trying to get the industry to change their marketing is uh and i, I don't even know if you can uh-huh. at this point it's just too late it's just too late they should you're right they should but i just think well, at this point you know i don't know i listen and what's unfortunate is, is the R.J. Reynolds guy, the the CEO that was interviewed on CNBC, very smart guy. Um, you know, he was saying that uh, within two to three years, this market will be pretty much eliminated. Well, he didn't say. He said we're not going to be vapor. They're, vapor is going to be them. It's going to be Iquos. It's going to be uh, uh, you know views, all that shit. That's what it's going to be. We're going to, it's actually going to go back. I believe, Janet, it's actually going to go back to like what it was back in 2009. It's just going to be a little bunch of people who are like hobbyists and, and it's going to be an online thing mm-hmm. and you can get it online and blah, blah, blah. And you know, I, I, you know, I and do. The I DIY people. Yeah. You know, like it was in the fucking beginning. Yeah. And, and can I, can I say that? Can I say that I think the vapor out there who is worried should learn a little bit about DIY? Because they you should. Nicotine to you need to have it. You don't need nicotine to vape. You right. You can learn to build all your coils. And by the way, thank God for Drew, because we would not have taken the turn in the industry where we have coils we can build with our own two fucking hands were it not for Drew Gilliam. Yeah. Okay. Yep. God rest his soul. Yep. But yeah, learn, learn DIY. Everybody should just a little bit, just in case you need it. Yeah, um, it's true. Your own boat. It's honestly not that hard to DIY, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> it really isn't. Um, no. So yeah, that is, that is a very good suggestion. But yeah, we, we're we're okay. It's getting rough. But I, I do think now, you know, the good news too is we're a big enough industry now where there's we're a billion dollar industry. So we're now able to have lobbyists and, you know, ha- have a have a uh, hat in the arena, you know, which is which is good. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's pretty much it. I think I got everything I need to get out. It's it's an hour and a half. It's a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, listen, none of this is fun having to talk about all this. 
but uh, it needs to be talked about. And, uh, you know, people are just, they, they don't, business owners are freaking out. Like what's gonna happen to my, bi- I am too. Listen, this is my business. I, I, I sell e-liquid. I mean, I, I have customers that my customers worry too. They email me, well, you're going to go away. I had a customer two weeks ago, want to buy 25 bottles. I'm like, you don't need to do that. She's like, well, you know, I, I, I said, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. You don't have to, she didn't care. I want to buy them anyway. She just, you know, they're panicking. Um, don't panic. I mean, you know, be, be vigilant and, 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 you know, make your voice heard and we got to fight, but don't panic. Cause at the end of the day, um, there, even if they, even if the FDA came out and said, okay, we're outlawing all this shit, it's not going anywhere. It's just not. There's too many people that do it. It's not going anywhere. Listen, uh, how long they out, they outlawed fucking weed? How many years? I didn't go anywhere. I've been smoking weed since I'm fucking 14 years old. You know, I, I mean, now I can yeah. go buy it, which is great at a at a dispensary. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of us. If you are concerned, are on Facebook, find a DIY group, and you you dwell around. Yeah, I mean, if, um, yeah, if you find it, yeah, she's right, DIY, and if you are that concerned, you can just mix your own juice, you know? You have nothing to be worried about. You don't have to buy it from anybody. Then you will know what you have in your liquid. Yeah, it, that's you true, know? and that's right, and you know what's in there. Very, very true. You know, someone said that last night. Alex was saying that. You know, uh, these companies, these e-liquid companies, well, the, the, the manufacturers of e-liquid, they really need to start posting pictures of where this e-liquid's being mixed. He's right. You know, you want it. You want the con- consumers to be confident that they're not getting something that's going to kill them. Start showing yeah. pictures of your lab. Start showing videos of your lab. Show them where their e-liquid's actually being made, so they feel comfortable and go, "Okay," because they don't know. I mean, listen, you could be some yeah. guy mixing in your fucking basement. They don't know if they see that. They feel more, especially with all these stories going on. Now they feel more confident. Like, okay, oh, that's good. He's, you know, it's it's that does help. Uh, then that was a very good suggestion. Uh, to show actually where it's being done. Build confidence. I think something will survive. I think, as you said, I think we'll go back to hobbyists. I think we'll probably go back to forums again. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't see this big Facebook, YouTube, um, Google thing. And uh, I tell you, I kind of miss forums. I kind of miss the one I wanted to try. I, I do miss you don't forums too. So much get that. I, I do. You know, the yeah. fun the fun with the forums was meeting the people and the different it was it was a lot of fun. Forums are fun. And it's t- I mean, if you could get like everybody to go to one form, it'd be wonderful because then you could advertise there. Yeah, I mean you could do everything. You don't I, you're right. You know, Facebook's just too restrictive. Um it's where people are, but they're just getting tired of it. And there's really not a centralized place. It's tough because once someone makes a centralized place and someone else is going to make one and then it becomes a whole kind con- I don't know. You know this industry. Then there's drama and it's, I don't know. It becomes a nightmare. But Once the FDA actually acts, we are going to be back to forums like we were. And yeah. Like you said, it's going to be a hobbyist thing. It's a niche thing. Um, you know, I can't say that's a terrible thing. No. Because I don't think it is. When you go back to a forum system, we really all took care of one another. We made a really nice space and we all helped each other out. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, Jan, I want to thank you. 
I want to thank you for coming on. I love having you on. I'm probably going to ask you again uh, a few months from now, knowing me, because I love getting your opinion on things. I mean, there's very few people that have been around as long as, as we have and that really understand the industry and what's going on. And, and you know, you do. I mean, you get it. Um, so it will, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's just good. To, it's, it's great to have you on. And, and I don't even know if you even like vape, you even vape anymore. You even still vaping or you just stopped doing that. I, yeah. yeah I oh, you are. Okay. Still, yeah. I finally switched to a tank. Oh, <laughs> look at you. Use a tank now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So it only took uh, nine years. I just use these little like smoke Novo things like, or Nord. It's a smoke Nord. I have it right here. Because it's small and it fits in my little jean pocket, and I just put my tees in it, and it's it's I don't know, it works good. I mean, it's yeah, you know, I kind of I I I was stuck on an Janty Kiss box for years until they finally stopped selling them. Right. And they were great. I could stick it in my pocket and just use it, and it was discreet, and I didn't need to blow big clouds and draw attention to myself. Yeah. For my purposes, for years, and now they don't make it anymore. I think I use the tank. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. I mean, my I mean, my husband go online and buy me one. I'm like, he needs to buy me a tank. He's like, why? It's, oh, it's a Falcon tank. Well, hey, that's and, uh, that's good. It only took you ten years to discover a uh, subohm tank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I don't move quickly. Yeah, quickly, I do not. Right. Well, thank you, Jan. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, We'll have you on again soon. Everybody loves hearing you, and uh, you've given us more things to think about with your vast knowledge that uh, I wish I had, but I refuse to read. So, <laughs> you know, people who read a lot are really uh, smart people. It's true. People who don't watch TV and read a lot actually be are really intelligent people. I'm not. I don't. I read. I love TV, and I don't read anything. So. Um, I, I love to read. I'm not a yeah. TV fan. Uh, actually, no, I, I will admit uh, I watch Mr. Robot now. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's streaming that I had to see. I, I do watch a little bit of Netflix here and there. I mm-hmm. think The Dark Crystal was the last thing I watched. The Dark Crystal, that's on Netflix? Yeah. They, what is they it? They did series The Dark Crystal. I gotta look that up. I'll look it up. I'm always looking for things on Netflix to watch. Yeah. Very exciting. They're gonna have. They're releasing the 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 El Camino, the uh, 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 Breaking Bad movie, uh, Friday, October eleventh. Oh my God. <laughs> did you oh, see? Did you, you see? Did you watch Breaking Bad? Did you see? Did you see Breaking Bad? No, I've never watched oh Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. Every time I go to buy Deacon Death, I make a joke about it. Uh, scan my idea. You know what? Oh, for, for, Breaking Bad? Jan, for years, like, I, I didn't see it when it first came out. Like, people would tell me how great it was, and I'm like, whatever, whatever. But like, in 2014, when we opened up uh, uh, when the vape shop here, and I started working at the vape shop, um, okay. it was it was slow because it was a new vape shop. So in the afternoons, I would mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'll go on Netflix. I'll watch this Breaking Bad. Because everybody at the shop was going crazy about it, too. Oh, God, how can you not watch it? It was so great. <laughs> it really was. It That's was good. fucking, what a great, great fucking series. It was so good. you got to watch it. It is really great. And and then they, you know, it's done. They they did the whole thing, and it's done. It was done years ago. And now they're coming out with a movie. Oh, my God. 
I mean, it's such that and another great show. If you want to learn about prohibition, everybody, before I go, look up. It was on HBO. It's probably on YouTube now. Look up the series Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire is a phenomenal fucking show. And it's all about the days of prohibition. And it is fantastic. If you like like gangster movies and shit, you will love Boardwalk Empire. Oh, my God fantastic show i cried when that fucking show went away i look so forward to that show every week it was so good and i mean i understand you you have to end it at some point you can't go on forever i know but they could have went there was only like two or three seasons they had they could have went on longer i don't know why they cut it so short because it was such a great show but uh yeah watch boardwalk empire okay um can i just make two suggestions yes 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 you can if you're a vendor, if you're a vendor, please join the VTA. Okay. Um, yeah, not uh, uh, ADA. ADA. If you're a consumer, join consumer. And go on Facebook and look for a DM group run by speaker as well. Yes. Yeah, there's all things you can do now. And that, you know, in, in saying uh, consumers join CASA, just so you understand. Um, Kasa, I, I learned this yesterday. I think they're coming out now with Facebook pages, one for every state. So you can go to, you know, if you live in Michigan, go to the Michigan Kasa page, or if you're in California, California Kasa page. Yeah. If you're a consumer, you should definitely follow one of those pages. Um, they're very good at updating you on what's going on, any potential bans, anything like that. And, and, you know, you're busy living life. And if you're not invested in the vape industry, you're just a vapor, but you want to know what's going on. Those that's actually a perfect avenue for you to find out. So, and they send emails. Um, if they do want you to do something, they send very simple things where you can just fill it out online to submit, you know, testimonies and stuff. And they help. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, I it would really definitely does. do that. Yeah, it does. That's that's how you show numbers. Yes, and politicians understand numbers. Yes, they do. They understand numbers and money. both of those things all right jan i thank you so much for coming i appreciate it and we will talk to you soon okay thanks kevin yep thanks bye bye all right excellent that's it i'm done i'll be back i don't know could be next week could be in a couple days could be in a couple months i wouldn't say a couple months it's usually uh every couple weeks i do a show but i will be back i will be back soon Uh, That is it, and uh, we're wrapping this up. I will talk to you guys later. I'm out.